Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I am so excited today to have Liz Edwards of Glow on Your Brand Amplified. I'm your host, Annika Jackson. Liz, thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So you are a serial entrepreneur. You've had a custom furniture operation. You Mm -hmm. also have been founder and CEO of a fitness organization. And now you've turned to crowdsourcing for nonprofits. Mm -hmm. That's how we met. And I'd love for you to tell our audience a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. What was it that made you want to start your own business and then pivot from fitness to furniture? to nonprofit. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot, right? I think, I don't know if it's my ADHD or what, but it's like, I'm constantly interested in so many things. I actually have a degree in education. So I was a teacher for about five years before I had my first son. You know, I always had ideas like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. And so obviously like a health and physical education teacher. So fitness was always a big part of my life. After having a kid, you know, I'm like, I want to bounce back, you know, and then just wanted to help other people. So I started really digging into fitness and like, helping other people kind of live a healthier lifestyle. And I still, you know, obviously love doing that. I get up at 5am and work out every day. It's just part of my life. But after that, my husband, he's actually an engineer, but just super handy. I can't build anything. So the furniture is all my husband building it. So we launched that a few years ago. We live in Nashville. And so we just decided, hey, let's do custom furniture. And I helped with marketing and just behind the scenes kind of stuff. I've always really loved brands and companies that had almost like a one-for-one model, like a Tom's Shoes, if you will, to where it's like, if they have that, I'm more likely to spend the extra money knowing that, oh, well, it's going to help other people in the world. And it's like, I know there's so many other people like that. So starting a business, a company that would sort of partner consumers with brands like that. And one of our best friends, he reached out to me, he found out that I was doing that. And he started what is now Glow. And he asked me if I wanted to join him and be his co-founder. And I was like, of course. So it's kind of how Glow really got started was just wanting to see more impact Mm -hmm. in the world and knowing that there are other people like us out there who honestly and truly like just don't trust that the donations that we make or they're going to make really a big difference. Like what's my 20 or $50 really going to do? Or they don't know which nonprofit to trust. You know, there's a natural disaster. Well, like, how do I know which nonprofit is actually going to do good with my money? Or a big social economical issue arises. Like, I want to help, but I don't know how. We just don't trust. So we really set out to help bridge that gap. So we have a team of data scientists. I'm just jumping right in. Oh, yeah. Please. I get so excited about it. We have a team of data scientists that help us create a pretty robust, like a 35-step vetting process where we're able to vet 2.2 million nonprofits. And then we look at their 990s. We look at all their financial stuff. We do fraud checks. We really look to see how much money is going to programming versus admin costs, You know, all those things. And then the storytelling is huge. And so we decided to create that because that was a problem that we saw that really needed to be fixed. So yeah, that's sort of how it got started. There's so much more that goes into Glow. But yeah, that's kind of how it all got started. Well, I love this because a lot of people don't even know what these concepts mean, right? 990, all of the Mm -hmm. different things that the IRS tax filings for nonprofit, but you hear about the nonprofits that have the big budgets because they are machines, but they also spend a lot of their money 
being machines tour on the admin and not as much money goes into the programming as you expect. And you hear about that, like whenever there's natural disaster and won't name names, but big organizations go into yeah. these different countries. <laughs> and then you find out that they're spending millions of dollars and it's not even getting to the right people, or it's not actually helping solve an issue and it's actually causing more harm. So mm -hmm. I think you're doing a huge service to all the small nonprofits that are out there, including my own, which is Learn, Grow, Lead, which is on the platform because we are small all the money goes directly to the field, except for whatever we have to pay for bank fees or for filing our taxes. But we're all volunteers doing this work because we just are passionate about it. So to find a platform that will help us solve this, help us find a new audience is really important because we are not going to spend the money on marketing. And so you're helping you know, leverage your platform. And you also started it with a different approach. I know you did over 40 focus groups before you even launched. And as part of the launch, you really looked at people's social media and got influencers and content creators involved in the platform. So we talk a little bit about what you learned in the focus groups and then how you decided to use that as one of your core strategies. Yeah, absolutely. So when Lucas and I, my co-founder and I got started, we actually did over 400 focus groups. Oh, so wow. we were, <laughs> we were no, 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 you're fine. But we just put a lot of research into this to figure out what it is that people really wanted when it came to their donations. And what we learned was that they don't trust nonprofits. Mm -hmm. They don't trust their money is making an impact. Mm -hmm. And really and truly, the people that they trusted were the people that they were following on social media, mm -hmm. or they trusted their friends. Like our target were really millennials and Gen Zs. We wanted to tap into that next gen, you know, donor base, because they're going to be inheriting trillions of dollars in their lifetime. And honestly, and truly, philanthropy just changes, right? Like we need to incorporate more technology. We cannot keep doing it the same exact way in order to tap into the generational wealth that is coming. So we really learned that, you know, they trusted the influencers. They didn't even fully trust brands and companies as mm -hmm. much. Like, you know, there's cancel culture. It yeah. is alive and well, but they did trust their friends. And so we were like, okay, we created this platform. It's an app. And Anybody can find it in the app store. Essentially, it's giving circles, which is not a new concept. It's just a group of people that come together. They pull all their donations. It could be as little as $1 a month. It could be $500, whatever it is that you can afford. Pull your donations together, vote on which projects that you want to see funded, and then we give it away. So when people use our platform, it's actually a tax deductible donation. So they get that tax write off. And then we grant that money out to our partner nonprofits that we have vetted. And then our only requirement for these nonprofits really is to give us an impact story update. Mm. So we're closing that loop on the giving. And then we're also within the app, it's gamified, it's fun, they get to see, you know, other people, there's message boards and things like that. But I think one of the biggest things that sort of sets us apart is that we are project focused. Mm -hmm. and not nonprofit focused. Mm. Because yeah. what we also learned in these focus groups is that they really don't care if you want to plant a million trees. They don't really care who planted the trees, which organization. They just care that the trees got planted, right? And so we were like, okay, we want to be project focused. But then also we kind of are switching more into even going into the corporations and the companies. And another reason why we're project focused is because say something does happen with the nonprofit in the news, like something unfortunate happens. Brands and influencers don't want to be connected to that story. Mm -hmm. So we're de-risking it when we're just project focused. Okay. Now, if somebody's like, hey, I really want to give to this nonprofit, we'll put them through the vetting process and kind of tell you where they land in that. So that's kind of how we got started with reaching out to influencers and creators. 
Yeah. And from the time that you and your partner conceived of Glow to launch, how long was that process? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we started, I think back in 2019. Mm -hmm. And then we were actually web-based. We had one giving circle on a website. It was just our friends that we invited into it. COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, yeah. we had zero turnover. Oh. Nobody stopped giving. And it was just different projects. And you know, we're raising money to build the app out and stuff like that. So then we officially launched the app around December of last year. Nice. So you had a good lengthy beta test yeah. to make sure <laughs> that you had what you wanted and test the model. And then you launched the app. So one of the things that I've been finding, I remember even like 2015, which it doesn't sound that long ago, but on the other hand, it's a long time in technology. Yeah. <laughs> But in 2015, I was able to do a Facebook fundraiser. Not a lot of people are doing them at the time. And I raised $26,000 from my nonprofit, which paid for the year of school for the kids. Now, granted, that came from a couple of people did matching donations. One person did a big end of the year write-off because I always do a birthday campaign for my charity. And my birthday's in December. So it's the time when people are thinking about how much more they want to give for their taxes. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, I just don't feel that you can raise that much if you do a Facebook campaign. So what are some ways that you've been able to cut through the clutter of social media and how people are promoting things to get people to really engage with the platform, trust the platform, and then successfully launch their projects? Yeah. So it's a lot easier said than done, yeah. right? Like <laughs> our biggest thing and one of our core values is trust, mm -hmm. and which sounds great and it is, but it takes time. Mm -hmm. And so in order to cut through it, you know, people say, you sound just like crowdfunding. It's like, well, yeah, I get that. But we're actually, we call it community funding. And the reason I think, you know, we had an influencer, Cassidy Michelle, pop on our platform and started giving circle. And then she did what we call it a flash circle, where it's just like a two week circle that it was based around the Turkey and Syria earthquake situation. Mm. And she was able to get a brand match donations up to $10,000. So they sponsored nice. her circle. But really, she made, I think, two posts on Instagram. And because it was so from her heart and it was genuine and authentic, like we can see through when people are not being authentic, right? And so when someone is authentic and truly cares about the project that they are talking about within their giving circle, then it's going to cut through the clutter. But she was able to raise $20,000 to help Amazing. everybody in Turkey and Syria. Yeah, within a two-week time period. And I think she did two posts on social media. Yeah. So leveraging really what people care about. Like we say, it's like creating your own foundation without all of the work, but yet you get all the benefits because people want to create nonprofits. And I'm like, that's a lot of work. Like, you know that. <laughs> it's like, that's a lot of work with little reward mm -hmm. until you start seeing the impact of it. But yeah, so just building trust. Nice. But it takes a while. Yeah. But I love that you've already found so much success in each of your business endeavors because they're all so unique. Have you found some of the same challenges and same rewards in all of them or because they're so unique that it's been different each time? You know, they're definitely different in their own rights, right? Fitness and furniture and philanthropy, if you will, or technology. But I think you could boil them all down to like one core thing is that people just want to have impact and they want to know that they matter. And so like with fitness, people just want to know that they're worthy enough of living a healthy life and they want to know the steps in order to get there. With furniture, we do high-end custom furniture. People just want a piece that can be passed down to generations. They want this legacy. Mm -hmm. They want to know that they have impact. Right. And then with Glow, with this technology platform, it's the same thing. 
People want to know that their stories matter, that what they can contribute as little or as much as it is actually makes a difference and that they're able to trust that because then they can see, oh man, my $20 helped plant 20 trees and then they get to see that. Like That is huge. And it just sparks so much joy in people's lives to know that there is a purpose for them and that they have impact regardless of what their contribution as little or big compared to other people is. I love that. And you can tell what a giving soul you are and what a giving heart you have because you didn't talk about like an issue that you found. You talked about the impact that each of these businesses has and how people feel that impact. And I think that's such an important distinction and something that's really important when people are thinking about their brands is how are you going to resonate? How are you going to build that no like and trust factor and that authenticity? And yeah. So well, and I think as you're as you're building a brand, like obviously you're building something that solves a problem mm-hmm. that probably solved a problem for you first. But if you keep yourself as the focus, you're not going to be successful. You're not going to be able to engage or connect with the people that you're really trying to connect with. So you have to have that focus of it's other people focused. It's why are you building this? You know, in our case, it's for the company or the corporation that wants to amplify their social impact because honestly, 90% of consumers are more likely to trust you. And then 87 to 94% of millennials and Gen Zs expect you to have a social mission as your company. So I want to keep that focus on them. You have to keep it on the people that you're building the product for in order to be successful. Very nice. So what is next for Glow? So you originally launched and you were more consumer focused. And I know before we got on the interview, you're talking about the slight shift, which I think you just alluded to a little bit. So I'd love to hear what you found since launch two months ago and where you see Glow going uh, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I did allude to that. Thanks. It's not that we're not consumer focused, right? Like anybody can join or even start a giving circle. Like your book club can start a giving circle. But we're really focused on our working with influencers and creators that have or want to have a social mission as part of their brand and just don't know how to do it. We've made it so turnkey for them. And we walk alongside them to help you set it up. But also specifically companies and corporations and brands that either already have a social mission or they, again, they want to have it. You know, diversity, equity, and inclusion is big. CSR is huge for companies. And so whether they already have a foundation that they're connected to, or not, we want to help them with their internal donor base, like with their employees, Mm -hmm. helping them see an impact, but also pushing it out to their customers. Because like I said, 90% of consumers are more likely to trust you and be loyal. And so helping them sort of humanize themselves Mm -hmm. to create that connection with their customers and continue to build that loyalty, we're able to do that. We also, you know, ESG is huge. And so we are creating a way that we can track that data to give to companies and corporations so they can turn that in because there's a big push for that for them as well. And the same thing with VC firms, like their portfolio, they're now being asked, what is your ESG? Like, what are the numbers? And so we're creating that so that they can then turn that in, but then see that impact for themselves and celebrate that because that is something to be celebrated. So that's what's next for Glow. I love that. Well, If people wanted to join the app, Mm -hmm. where would they go? Yeah. So you can download the app. I would type in Glow Giving because if you type in Glow, you're going to get a lot of fertility apps that pop up. So (laughs) type in Glow Giving and it'll pop up. It's a yellow icon. You can also go to jointheglow.com and then we're on socials at jointheglow. 
Wonderful. And what has been the most surprising thing that you've learned since starting your latest endeavor? You know, I think because I didn't come into it with big expectations. I mean, a lot of hope, right? Like I know this is something that is honestly and truly set up to change the world and invite everybody to be a part of it. Like it's not just something that we built that is going to do it. Like it invites everybody in. And so I think every day I'm either surprised by Maybe the people that don't fully get it yet or the people, I'm not even surprised by the people who are like, this is amazing, right? Like every day there's just something new that I get to discover and I don't have a tech background. That's my co-founder. So I do learn a lot about technology, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what it's like. It literally is a foreign language. Yeah. And that makes it fun, right? Because you get to learn new things and it's something that's always evolving. So <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. I have been surprised. I guess this was one. I speak with a lot of nonprofits. And I was surprised, I think, at the very beginning of when we started this back in 2019, was that, I mean, I won't name them, but there were a couple of nonprofits that almost saw what we were doing as a competitor to them, which I found really unfortunate because we're here to serve, right? But then as time went on, and I've spoken with you know hundreds of other nonprofits that really get it, and they are like, hey, you know, we want to join with this other nonprofit and create this giving circle because it were the projects oh. are very similar. You know, it's like they're wanting to work together. And so that was kind of surprising, I guess, at the beginning to see that and then realize that they're not all that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it can be difficult when everybody's competing for the same dollars or they feel like they are. Yeah. They're not thinking about the abundance of what's available. Right. So in that regard, people can get really scared and kind of hold things close. But what I saw in your platform and what I see in your platform is a way that will hopefully open up the opportunity more, right? So finding new people who didn't know about your nonprofit before, or as a donor, finding new organizations, new projects that are important to me that I want to donate towards. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us today, Liz? I don't think so. I think, yeah, I think that about covered it. I feel like I just said a whole lot. So I hope it made sense to everybody out there. Absolutely. It's fantastic. And it's been a real pleasure having you come on and talk about Glow. I am on the platform as listeners. You should also join the Glow and I'll have all the information for how to join the show note for this episode. Liz, thank you so much for joining us today. And I do have one final question. Do you have a favorite quote or mantra or words that you live by? You know, I've been thinking about this. I don't know if I necessarily do. I think, you know, like one specific one that I live by, but I guess more so than anything, and it sounds so cliche, but it really is the golden rule of just treating other people the way that you want to be treated. Stay curious because everybody has a story and then just love them where they're at. I think is, you know, just being kind to people and realizing that you can have an impact, whether it's just listening to someone in the moment, smiling at someone as you're walking down the street or giving some money to a giver. Like you truly can have an impact. Annika, thank you so much for having me on and letting us talk about Glow. I really, really appreciate it. We're going to change the world and I love it. 100%. I'm here for it. And I have been writing down a few other people. I'm like, okay, you need to meet this person, this person, (laughs) and let's see how we can keep expanding the Glow. Oh, I do have one final question. How did you come up with the name? Because it's such a great name. When you say it, right? And when you think about the concept, it makes me like smile and makes me want to glow. (laughs) That's it. 
that is it. That is the reason why it is glow because it does. Like when you think about like when you're in love, like newly in love or whenever, you know, a woman is pregnant, everyone's like, you're glowing. Like just that joy that is exuding from you. And I think whenever we give, we give of our time, our resources or our money mm-hmm. and we see that impact we've had, you can't do anything but glow. Yeah. Right. So we're going to all walk around just glowing. Yeah. Awesome. I'm here for it. <laughs> Well, again, thank you so much, Liz. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you to our audience for listening to another episode of Your Brand Amplified. And I'll be back again in a few days with another inspiring story. Until then, I'll sign off. Want more? Check out amplifywithannica.com or follow me on socials at amplifywithannica.com.